Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534. Or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The number is to call the 9503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Glad to have you here tonight. I'd like to say hello to my son, hanging out at Son of Ground Zero. Twitch.tv, if you want to check him out, he's hanging, uh, playing some games, listening to Ground Zero. It's the it's the gamer's channel. Twitch.tv slash Son of Ground Zero. Check it out. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat there talking with him, and he does a great job playing the games. If you're a gamer and want to play along, just drop by Twitch.tv, Son of Ground Zero, and uh, I'm sure you'll have a great time. So this morning I was uh, scrolling. Well, I do my doom scrolling in the morning. First thing I do is I wake up, I look at my phone, I look at Facebook, I look at Drudge Report, I look at I look at YouTube. I try to look at a lot of news stuff. And I was scrolling through my cell phone news feed, and I stumbled upon an interview with Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer, the lead guitar player and drummer for Kiss. And they were talking about the band and some of the older bands that they both loved when growing up, like Montrose. And you know, I was thinking, wow, this is it. Kind of a trip down memory lane, fog hat, you know, bad company. And they commented on what was missing in rock and roll today. And the thing that stood out to me was he, they said there was no rebelliousness anymore in rock and roll. All of us old rockers had this rebellious streak in us all, you know, back in the 70s and 80s. And it was this rebellion of sticking it to the man and not being so trusting of authority. And it kind of got me thinking. And I was listening to the interview and I wondered, what has gone wrong with our generation? We're supposed to be the rebellious ones. I guess maybe we are in a way because we're the ones that are angry about how things are going. But I don't know if we know what to do about it. You know, we have our rock and roll attitudes. A lot of us, some of us have our down home country attitudes. We're just as rebellious too because we wanted so much to have everything you know, all apple pie and baseball. And, and, you know, I like that too. I remember after 9-11, I went to Truckee, California. I saw a little league team play and I thought, this is America. I felt like I was uh, listening to a John Cougar Mellencamp soundtrack in my brain. And uh, I was thinking, yeah, this is what we do in America to rebel against the tyranny is we, 
we go back to the small things, the simple things, you know, little league baseball, old trucks, you know, dogs, bloodhounds, you know, guns. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, it's the old farm rural thing, right? I mean, where's the rebellion? Where's the, I mean, does it still exist somewhere? I have a listener who's liberal who I talk to all the time. And I've grown to respect him, even though sometimes, you know, he's just over the top. And I just shake my head and go, how can you be this over the top? But he respects me and I respect him. And he always says to me, he says, Clyde, you're showing your punk rock attitude tonight on the air. He says that to me while I'm on Facebook. He, you know, Facebook chats me. And uh, I kind of like that. That's why I like talking to him. because he, he can figure out when I'm being a punk rocker and when I'm being a, you know, cynical old punk rock dude from the 70s and 80s. And I admit I still have my punk rock streak now. Um, but I also have respect for the things I grew up with. Back to the old uh, old trucks and apple pie and grandma and, you know, family get-togethers, weenie roasts, that sort of thing. And and that and that's mostly the reality of what my family was. My family, by trade, were farmers. I mean, I had an extended family that rose. They actually were the ones that bred the Clydesdales for the Budweiser uh, Clydesdales. So we had Clydesdale horses. We had uh, you know asparagus farms. Uh, my uncle had a potato farm in Idaho. He also had cattle. A place called Lake Chow near American Falls, Idaho. Uh, my grand. Fathers and grandmothers ran farms. My grandfather ran a farm in a place called South Jordan, Utah. It was a corn farm. As again, my uncle Ray was a farmer in Idaho. I lived with him in Idaho, by the way. I mean, I've talked about where I lived in Pocatello for a while. I ran away from home when I was 10. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to live at home, so I got, got money, bought two bus tickets for me and my brother, packed a pillowcase full of things. I told my dad, I'm running away from home. And he said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Idaho. So he called my uncle. He says, hey, the kids want to come visit, and they're going to go do it on their own. So at 10 years old, I went, and, you know, my dad thought it would be relieved because my mother was sick. And that's one of the reasons why I left. I just couldn't stand the fact that my mother was sick, and the house was just like it was depressing. And my, bro- my brother trusted me, and I, I don't know why he did, but he trusted me. We ended up in Idaho. We lived on my uncle's potato farm for a while. We learned how to ride horses and we learned how to round up cattle, and I even uh, rode a Brahma bull when I was 11 years old, which was kind of fun. So first time for everything, right? A Brahma bull of all things. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because when you had a Brahma bull, you don't have time to cry. I was only on it for like maybe one or two seconds, but the whole thing was like I wanted the eight seconds, but I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I rode with two hands, not one hand. You know, usually I have the hand in the air like a real cowboy. I couldn't do that. I was too, too much of a wuss. I, I couldn't do it. But I still had my punk rock attitude. I had my rural attitude because I lived in Idaho with my uncle. My grandmother and grandfather were farmers. My dad raised rabbits. I mean, we lived in a sort of a dry farm rural community. We lived in Kearns. My father raised rabbits in the backyard. We had a rabbit hutch. But he would take some of the rabbits over to a place called Magna, which was his farm area. And they used to slaughter the rabbits. And then they'd sell them to butcher shops. So when I was a Boy Scout, my farming and agricultural merit badges were some of the first things I got. Farming, rabbits, you know, weather, uh, you know. Before I got the first aid and the swimming and all the other stuff that Boy Scouts get, tying knots, I was already talking about farming and having to be a part of the 4-H club. Those are some of the things, you know, we did. 
But living in mostly rural areas, I mean, me and my friends were always the outcasts, rocking to heavy metal music. We were raising hell. In Utah, we were most definitely rebellious, and we were at the time, I think, pretty liberal. I mean, you know, we wanted to rebel against the church, the Mormon church. We rebelled against, we hung out at a place called Ninth and Ninth, and that's where all the, you know, hookers, druggies, trans people would hang out. We'd hang out there, too, with our punk rock hairdos and our thin ties. That's what you do when you're young, you know? But sadly, gone are the old Hellraisers. All of us who were, at the time, on the left, sticking it to the man. Now we have just a bunch of woke lunatics looking to extricate themselves from moral responsibility by signaling their righteousness rather than embodying it. All this self-righteous crap. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. You are listening to Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.